0: everyone and welcome to splat my podcast where i talk about extreme horror books and splatterpunk and indie underground horror and all that sort of stuff as part of it for 2004 i've decided to start interviewing some authors from the genre about their own work rather than getting them to talk about other people's all the time and joining me today i have lucas Mangum. welcome to the show lucas
1: uh steven thank you so much for having me i have uh yeah i've wanted to talk to you forever i mean we've kind of talked a little bit on facebook but never never like this Um, yeah
0: no i must admit i've been looking forward to this one like you said it has been a while we've kind of yeah messaged back and forth a little but it's our first chance to have a proper chat i'm good to do it live on it well not live pre-recorded but close enough
1: i know what you meant i make that mistake on my podcast all the time too i'm like we're live wait no we're not
0: (laughs) i can't do the whole live thing it's too difficult i've done like one so far with um christine Bayham, and yeah that was just a nightmare i had sounds coming from all over the place i was like no just one-on-one pre-recorded zoom i know what i'm doing
1: yeah it can be uh it can be intense uh I (laughs) i did my first uh live interview i guess um Two weekends ago, it was, uh, I was on this writing retreat with, um, some names hmm. I think people on the show might know. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, there, there it was Aaron Beauregard was doing a live TikTok and interviewing each of us individually. And yeah, that was the first time I'd been interviewed like on a live yeah. online kind of.
0: That's oh, not a bad was... place to do it. That looked amazing, that retreat.
1: Oh, yeah, it was great. It's, um, it's about three and a half hours from my house. Um, a place called sergeant texas and it's like a lot more rural we were we were surrounded by cows could hear them (laughs) pretty much all day and all night um but it was nice it was was cute cute little house
0: so it was like a proper proper retreat then just well out in the sticks
1: yeah yeah we were gone for um yeah a little over three days um and yeah it was it was myself aaron uh shane mckenzie rath james white um chris triana and judith sonnet so yeah kind of a who's who of splatter punks sounds
0: (laughs) amazing i was reading um aaron's substack earlier and he was saying about like james telling stories and i was like man that must have been amazing listening to rough Jammings right tell all these stories about the industry and stuff
1: oh yeah yeah he's he's got a few (laughs) (laughs) awesome
0: yeah no i'd love to go on one of those writers retreats one day but
1: It was my first. It was my first. And uh, yeah, I definitely recommend trying to do it at least once um, because, yeah, I got way more done than I normally do. Um, Like, I don't know something about being at home. It can be hard. Like even if I'm even if I have the house to myself, like I'll still, you know, I'll still do like maybe 2000 words or whatever. But on this retreat, I think I did 5000 on the first day and then um, close to that on the second day.
0: Um, oh, especially if you're sitting there and judith's putting out like ten thousand words a day it's gotta make oh, you try and keep well, up
1: yeah I mean, she, <laughs> she did uh, i think thirty thousand for the whole weekend it was crazy crazy That's level of output
0: worth of work for me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i don't know how she works so fast
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome um so yeah i haven't done too many of these interviews yet but the one i did do um the first kind of question i asked because it's something i'm always kind of curious about myself is um what was the um, first work that you published? First book? I kind of phrased it last time. I was like, when did you start writing? But everyone's answer to that's always like, "When well, that was about four. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was about six. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, when was the first, what was the first thing you published?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I think the first thing I published was a bit of flash uh, horror fiction back in 2011. Um, I don't even know uh where where I would find this thing now. I think I, I, I don't know if I have the original file or not, but it was this extreme horror story about, you know, dude who wants to crawl back inside his mom and uh
0: oh, okay, he succeeds. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh, and I told my mom not to read it, but she did and things were weird for a while.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> she was making sure there was no like Freudian stuff in there or any
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs>
0: that's so weird that you kind of don't even know where it is now it's funny those sort of things isn't it it's like that was probably a massive moment for you but it was it was was."
1: yeah it's just one of those things you know new computers you know you get locked out of you know certain dropbox accounts or whatever and then like you just you know
0: i've I've got exactly the same with a short film like my first short film that played on the festivals no i haven't got a copy of it (laughs) no idea yeah try and find it on youtube and there might be some like 240 resolution copy somewhere but who knows right
1: yeah no i think i might have a hard copy somewhere around but like i don't yeah i, yeah. I haven't haven't looked for it recently
0: <laughs> so what was the um first book you put out what was the first, uh, novel? the first
1: yeah the first novel was called flesh and fire it was released as a a kind of a flip book situation where it was my a book by me um and a book by Jonathan Mayberry and, and Rachel Levin uh they did a book called um dark of night and and then I and because this publisher I'll back up a little bit this publisher Journalstone was doing these flip books where they would take like an established author and then a newer author and kind of each have them publish a novella or short novel and kind oh. of combine them um, oh, Cool yeah 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 it was it was a fun little project
0: uh, oh nice yeah it was um, more um uh, that
1: that that book was more uh more dark fantasy than extreme, I guess, but uh I don't know, I still had fun with it,
0: yeah, uh, you seem to jump around a bit though like from from what I've seen, like your works obviously you've got loads of extreme work, but you don't kind of work within the same extreme genre each time. It feels like every one of your books is <laughs> different,
1: <laughs> yeah, I like to jump around, i think um I don't know uh, it's great that um you know the extreme uh horror kind of community has embraced me, you know, for whatever reason, but uh uh because, like, yeah, I do kind of mess around in a lot of genres mm-hmm. and and I found that the extreme horror, you know people who read it they they tend to be pretty open to other subgenres, whereas mm-hmm. I think other subgenres are not so open to extreme horror, <laughs> you know it's, yeah. it's like nice.
0: uh, one of the things I like is, yeah, you can do an extreme horror about any subgenre you want. Like, yes. it doesn't matter. Yes. Like, as long as it's got that bit of kind of extremeness in there, they're like, yeah, I'll read an extreme horror about a cult or about a sci fi one or a fantasy one or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, just throw a splatter in front of it, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> it's given it those gory cover.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so, yeah. Well, what would you, I mean, do you have a kind of favorite of yours? Like, I've read quite a few of yours, and
1: Ooh, I wonder, um, like, if
0: you have a favorite yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, if I were to kind of step objectively back, I would say, like, Saint Sadist is probably the one that, like, emotionally resonates the most with, you know, with me, and then also with, with my readers, it seems. Um, that, uh, that, that book seems is to a be the punch
0: one. in the face, that book, like, like I yeah, can see why it <laughs> thank would that.
1: yeah that one was just me like just writing um i was i was kind of trying to channel like more of a literary style um almost like a poetic prose kind of style Mm. but still tell an extreme horror story and (laughs) um yeah i mean people seem to really respond to it like even now like it seems like people seem to you know rediscover it every every few months (laughs) yeah
0: that's what i mean though like about you kind of trying different stuff like that has got a sporadic prose to it it's got loads of repeated phrases throughout like, yes and then it turns into this cult fucking book and you're like jesus what's going on here like <laughs> <I> loved it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i get um i get a lot of uh what did i just read kind of um responses mm. to that one as well yeah. um but i don't know i had a lot of fun with it i uh, weirdly enough and um it was just really like i don't know it's like a stretch for me stylistically and i think that might have been why like it i don't know it seemed to work so well for people i think a lot of times when you're a creative person if you like kind of stretch outside your comfort zone Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, people tend to um, notice that and appreciate it um but i I don't know you know i mean i think some of my my more recent ones are, are are really good you know i think i think blade job's pretty good um i think that one uh I'd like to get more readers on that one. I think that one's got some,
0: some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I need it. to read that one. I haven't read it yet. Like, it was like one of those books is like, oh, I can't wait for this to come out. I can't wait for this to come out. I can't wait for this. And then it came out, and I was just like busy with other stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get it. Um, yeah, that was a busy uh, busy time in the horror world because Killer Con was around, and I and you know, we were all like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like uh, everybody was like, you, you had a quite a few things come out, and over the summer as well did you not
0: uh yeah one of my books completely failed over the summer because i think it just yeah same sort of thing like nobody really noticed it was out or you know but yeah Yeah. there was just so many good books out (laughs) i was just like i was more interested in everyone else's work than my own
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh it's an interesting time to do this stuff i mean it seems like um I don't know. It seems like everybody's doing extreme horror now. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah.
0: I feel like I kind of walked in on it. Like yeah, I started. Well, my first book was June twenty twenty two, but I yeah. started reading it around about April that year. Um, and yeah, it just felt like when everyone was just starting to get noticed, like Aaron hadn't done Playground yet, and um, nice. Christopher Triani had just done. Gone to see the river man, so that was just kind of there. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then all the I guess I guess womb it was had, just everywhere. yeah had, had, had been, been out for a while? By yeah. Then, I guess. yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- the the two I kind of knew about going in were kind of Womb and Groomer. And oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Everything else I was kind of discovering as I was going. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and then there was just yeah, loads and all these amazing authors and suddenly it's like, Oh, okay. Like I like this. I'm sticking around.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun stuff. It's uh, there's a lot of talented people doing it, and um, I don't know. It's uh, they tend to be pretty supportive. I mean, I've got you know, like you, you know, you can, I don't know. It's uh, like I've gotten blurbs from people. I I just didn't think I would get blurbs from you know, but it, it, yeah. it happened. That was cool, you know. And and it's just like I don't know. It seems like we're all, I don't know. It's uh all on the same team we're really into it
0: how do you um because i've noticed you've done quite a few now how do you go about your collaborations how do they tend to come about like working with ryan or wesley or something
1: yeah so those two came together really quickly um i i have a few other collaborations in the works that have been in the works for I'm a while still now.
0: holding on for the carver one
1: yeah yeah and <laughs> both of those uh, both that and another one uh are it's totally my fault that they haven't come out that they haven't come out yet um totally my responsibility i got it,
0: Lucas. i need more
1: I stuff <laughs> yeah yeah i know that's a lot of people were excited for that one i need to <laughs> get it together um but uh yeah for whatever reason the uh the Ryan Harding one i think we wrote pandemonium uh in in about 4 months and um that was like just I don't know we kind of just started talking about um oh gosh this was around Killercon 2019 and we were just corresponding over email and and we ended up somehow talking about the demons movies uh, the italian uh, lamberto bava and Dario argento demons movies um i know you know but i'm just clarifying in case <laughs> you know people listening don't know um and <clears throat> and he he and I both mentioned how we had wanted to do something like in the vein of those, you know, if we were to ever do zombies, we would rather do something like that. Cause you know, they're yeah. just a lot more violent. They use weapons They They look cooler. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I said, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of fun if instead of a, uh, you know, a movie theater or, and instead of a, uh, something on a TV show, like what if it was uh what if it was a wrestling event, <laughs> that kind of, kicks things off. And um yeah, we just I ended up sending him the first eight thousand words, I think, just kind of laying a foundation. And then I uh he ended up sending me the next few thousand. I think he sent like thirteen thousand words. And then like we just we like it was it was kind of, you know, off to the races from there. Like I mean it was for like we just uh I think we just had so much fun doing it with like all the all the on-page carnage and yeah. all the little easter eggs it's a
0: high kill count that one
1: yeah it was something like 120 i think um somewhere <laughs> yeah. around there um yeah <laughs> and uh i don't know we just got so caught up in it we just enjoyed it um so i think that's why it 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 happened so quickly and um and then with uh with West, that was uh the final gate i think took us about six months and again that kind of That was kind of written in the same way where it was i just would you know like i think wes would send me something then i would send him something we kind of kick it back and forth um i don't know if every collaboration can work that way like i think like um i actually just messaged uh one of the um one of my other collaborators uh last night uh and um and i was like hey are you gonna be at at ghoulish and 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 this person said yes and i was like all right let's sit down and actually like hash this out a little bit because like i'm feeling a little lost in the woods like i thought we i don't know it was something we started like we might have even started it like before the pandemic or or, like maybe shortly after and so i i think just i've lived like a thousand lifetimes since then and i'm just like kind of forgot like where we were going even though we have this outline like nothing feels right and it's totally my again totally my fault but i think we'll uh I think we'll write the ship uh, once we um once we get together and just kind of hash it out.
0: Right. So like the one with Ryan and Wes, then you were yes. literally just you would write a big chunk, send it to them. They would write a big chunk, send it back. You would carry on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Ryan said that, that. I mean, so I mean, Ryan's done a lot of you know collaborations. Yeah,
0: he's done those. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, so maybe that was why with him. Um, but he just uh he said that um whenever i sent him something he just knew exactly what he was going to do next like he could just like tell like i don't know which uh, i don't know if that was like because of my writing or because he's just experienced at this sort of thing or what but he um yeah just he was able to kind of uh i don't know we i we really banged it out quickly and then with wes i guess i think with wes it was um since that one is a uh kind of a a Tribute to Lucio Fulci movies. Um, I think just knowing, you know, I mean, so w- Lucio because Fulci is, cinematic
0: language already in place. Yeah,
1: like, like you know, when you like, I mean, people who know Lucio Fulci movies like know what to expect, and that, and I think he and I, you know, being both fans, um, are uh, we just kind of had a shared vision like right off the bat, so it just made it easier to. Um, to uh, you know kind of un, you know unfold whereas like yeah. some yeah whereas if you're collaborating on a more um like uh i guess more original um work or if it's like with Carver where it's you know my you know my dark universe and his dark universe <laughs> you know it's it's a it, it can take a little more um i guess effort trying to make um make, make it all fit together
0: yeah, yeah, I so see. Yeah, I mean, I had a conversation with um, Harrison Phillips about it on the podcast. We were talking about Final Gate, and it's like, yeah, like the structure for the film is there, and you can see the beats, and you know, kind of what films you guys have watched and been like, oh, we've got to do that bit. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. guess that gives you something to, like, a little marker to kind of work on for each bit, as opposed <laughs> to, yeah, like you said, something completely fresh where you're like, I have no idea where this is going.
1: Right, right. No, I mean, and that was, I mean, we had so many Easter eggs in that book. Like, I mean, even like you could tell when certain editors would read it and like you could tell they weren't Falshy fans if they were just like, why, why does, <laughs> why is it? Yeah. do not entry? Like that's, that's, that's <laughs> not grammatically correct. And, uh, and, and we would always have to go like, look, trust me, I know, but it's like, it's a sign in, uh, uh, uh you know, in, um, I was uh, told that
0: that bit's, um, fantastic on the audio book.
1: Oh Yeah. <laughs> cool yeah yeah yeah, sean did a good job with that
0: yeah yeah i really enjoyed final game that was a fun book i love all those italian movies so i had a good
1: time yeah they're so good i i love them so much like they're just like they kind of all feel like dreams to me in a way and like Mm. I, i i don't know like they're just they always captivate me like and to the point where like a few years ago i went to this um italian horror party right like we were it was basically a bunch of horror people who live in austin making italian food for each other but you know shane mckenzie made the mistake of putting um tenebra and the Beyond* on his tv so of course i wasn't social that night i just sat down and watched those movies like i was just like these movies like i can't do other things when these are on they're just they just they're just captivating
0: yeah i love both of those films yeah, the beyond's amazing. I still think about that spider scene all the time.
1: Yes, yes, I like the um the acid melting the yeah. other. and uh, and of course yeah, the, and uh... the
0: guy down in the basement as well. That was beyond, wasn't yeah. it? The acid.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever seen that in a in a theater?
0: No, I don't. Yeah, think I've seen a single Italian film in the theater. Yeah, like I'm hoping the chance, to. They got yeah. um. don't even been over to england but in london we got a prince charles cinema that does like a load of old like 35 mil films and yeah yeah they show like a lot of um won koi stuff and a lot of hong kong stuff and like a few classics i've seen like point break there which was amazing point break and 35 mil so i'm kind of hoping at some point they do like a an italian sort of 70s season and then i'll just have to travel back yeah. and forth to london for a
1: few weeks yeah when i uh when i lived in philly philadelphia and i think they're still there um there's this great outfit called exhumed films and they would show these like yeah all these like classic cult horror movies in 35 millimeter like i nice. think once a month they would do it and um yeah like i've so i've seen the beyond and i've seen zombie both both on the big oh. screen and i was just oh so good so good <laughs>
0: yeah, most of those i think i've already seen on tape i don't even know if i've seen half of them on dvd they'd have oh, all been okay. when i was working at blockbusters i was just reading them out and watching them so no one else was but i was just hooked on it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah they were great but yeah i um with um pandemonium your wrestling one i was um i was writing a wrestling horror myself at the time Right discovered the existence of pandemonium and i just had to literally put off reading it for about six weeks while i finished my own book because i was like i'm so going to be influenced by this book if i read it because it's lucas man and ryan hardin like there's no way i'm not right. gonna want something from it but then by the end of kind of writing mine and then going to read yours i was like jesus i hope they're not the fucking save anyway <laughs> like that would be crazy so yeah. it's quite a nervy experience reading the first like two chapters and you've got all the wrestling speak and you've got like the set up for the mud show and it's quite similar to mine and then yours goes off in a completely different direction yeah yeah and i was like oh, thank cool. god i can just sit down and enjoy this
1: now totally totally um but what's fun about you know doing wrestling stuff it was really eye-opening to me because i was like i i, I think that one like is probably the most fun i've had just writing character stuff and i think it was because like i've just I'm just so immersed in the wrestling worlds like as a fan like it's it's almost like i don't know like i can i can shift to the language you know like because yeah. i mean for people who are listening who aren't wrestling fans like you have to understand like they're like wrestling has its whole like different vernacular like it's just a very like i don't know it's kind of yeah, lives you, in its own were bubble.
0: worried about that at all because i went hardcore on it i was like oh screw I, I sent the editor like like a whole wiki link and a couple of other links of all the wrestling terms i was like just in case you think what is he writing like these are all the words i went pretty
1: hardcore
0: with it i think you guys kind of did as well right? were you worried yeah yeah i kind of
1: yeah i kind of um i guess i just gave the reader some credit you know i i kind of Mm -hmm. was thinking about how when i first read uh clockwork orange and i was able to kind of just Mm -hmm. figure out the the lingo from like uh just the context clues and just be like okay like so that's kind of what they mean i mean i'm sure there's stuff that you know um people had to look up or whatever but <laughs> i don't know it's it was fun it was fun just kind of immersing myself in that world
0: Yeah, i felt the same i was like when people go into like great medical detail about bits being ripped apart i'm like i have no idea what that is like yeah. i'll either look it up or i'm like oh i know roughly where on the body you are i can i can use my imagination. <laughs>
1: Well, Ryan's good with that because he does uh, medical cr- transcription as his day job. Uh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he does go into a bit of detail. I always went him and him and Roland Bercy. They both go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, right? And then I'm like, yeah, I don't know what half those words are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was fun with the wrestling characters. I, I was the same. I was just like, they were easy to write because I've been watching wrestling for like, I don't know 35 years or whatever I'm like I was just kind of thinking oh so this is a cross between these three people I'm like no one will ever work yes. that out because it's crossed you know from like the golden era all the way to now like but yeah it was just fun sort of putting them together
1: yeah no there, I definitely um, I definitely had some people in pandemonium who were based on actual did wrestlers ever, um,
0: did you have anything for the main guy for the big dude was he based on anyone
1: Oh, the crimson executioner yeah uh no that was more uh i mean i guess like there's a little bit of cane in there of course you know yeah. um and uh but uh for the most part we just wanted to create this like pyramid head from silent hill type uh badass hmm. thing. <laughs> and um i mean his look really was was more influenced for me was was less of a wrestling thing and more of a um uh a weird childhood thing like uh remember the goosebumps book a night in terror tower they had the executioner guy on the cover who's like coming up the stairs with the axe like I, that image always really stuck with me and i was like i want yeah. i want to have like an executioner guy
0: <laughs> yeah, be, like x-rayed version of that yeah.
1: yeah exactly exactly i loved
0: all the um i wish i thought of this as well although then there would have a little close copy in you but i loved the old like um having the fans with the t-shirts on so you were describing them as that, uh, like the Rowdy Piper t-shirt and the Jake Roberts yes. t-shirt. Yeah, that was, yeah, so that, was uh,
1: <laughs> that was a Ryan thing, and I, I thought that was a stroke of genius. Especially when we got towards that, you know, that uh, that the middle when we just had to like
0: in the ring the start games. finding
1: more, you know, yeah. or, like how do we tag these people uh, that we're going to kill, you know, with that so they're so we at least know who they are because you know yeah. uh, you know uh, it's like. Yeah, because I was, and that's something that, like, yeah, like I think Ryan did, and 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 I I kind of followed, because um, yeah, you want to make sure that even if they're even if your character is just there for you know fodder, um, you you want to make sure that they're like at least identifiable. So even if you're mm. just like yeah, the guy in the Macho man T-shirt or whatever, <laughs> I
0: loved it. I watch. I read um, Ralph James White's Rabbit Hunt the other day and. He done a similar thing where he was like just giving these women these horrendous descriptions. Yes. Like you know, like a horse face or whatever. But it's like stuff that just stuck in the mind instantly and you're like, Oh, that's such a good idea. Like rather yeah, than trying to be polite and losing who's who. So I know exactly who he's talking about with each one of these women sort of
1: Definitely. No, that's a good book. I, I uh I ended up I actually uh pre pre read that um before it uh, before oh, it came right, out. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's i think it's one of his best it's just like goes hard you know
0: he had a lot of fun writing that he must have right
1: yes oh, That <laughs> book's wild <laughs> yeah i yeah i could tell as well like it was yeah it was just one of those you know where you just kind of
0: like you were sitting I there typing away cackling when you were writing yeah yes.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you know and like messaging your friends and being like look at this part i just wrote you know kind of thing you know just like <laughs> yeah. very like yeah like he was really really into it and i see why i mean it's just it's such a fun book
0: yeah it was are you um you you've got something new coming out soon have you or just finished something right
1: yeah i just finished a book called barn door to hell um it's a yeah it's like kind of a supernatural menace run amok in a small town kind of story um, about a creature that uh kind of got kind of got trapped in a barn um for reasons and <laughs> um and then uh it ends up breaking out and kind of turning people into murderous sta- murderous scarecrows and uh, it's
0: nice
1: yeah it's pretty gnarly uh, uh really violent uh kind of forward momentum kind of book just really quick i think it's like 35,000 words um and uh yeah, but I mean, it's got depth, too. I mean, there's some father-son stuff in there and, uh, you know, some, some teenage angst and some, <laughs> uh, you know, questions about what, what's, what's your responsibility when faced with evil kind of thing. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it's just a really fun, you know, B-horror splatter
0: <laughs> was I, um Was that a purposeful choice? Were you like, I just want to write something that's a bit silly and fun and a bit creature feature or?
1: yeah yeah definitely um i've really been kind of dig like enjoying um writing kind of creature features uh in my last i don't know like for for a while now i don't know what it is i guess there's just something uh
0: there's just the something fun uh, is what it yeah is. Fun, i guess
1: <laughs> yeah exactly that's the word
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and yeah no it's uh it's it was it was a good time but i but i did end up uh actually uh I ended up doing a full rewrite of it after i got some notes on it from from shane uh on my, on my initial draft um because like i guess like sometimes my early drafts are less um less story based and more like me just kind of getting to know the story you know and uh, it, they're mm-hmm. almost like a really in-depth outline and so like i was like okay i know all this now i can i can start over and I don't know i did it was crazy i didn't i didn't think i was gonna because uh, sometimes starting over can be really intimidating but um i don't know i it was uh it was it was a cool process i actually enjoyed the rewrite even more than the than the first the first draft
0: yeah. oh, i can't imagine doing that that would, that would yeah. feel like a lot i've had to do it once with a screenplay because yeah. it just wasn't after three drafts i was like "Nah, this isn't working but yeah, no a book. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could look at it like and be like, oh God, yeah, this is a lot. But I guess yeah, if you'd already was... kind of found out a lot about it from the first yeah, draft, yeah. you're probably a bit more focused, maybe.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like I kind of yeah, I sat down with um with Shane and and we just kind of uh yeah, we ca- we kind of just like talked it out, I guess. Like, you know, um like he was very helpful helping me kind of find like like the the heart of the story, I guess, and like what yeah. the what the direction needs to be, um, you know. And and I don't know. It really, uh, yeah, it was really helpful. And now it's like, yeah, now I've got this book that I'm ready to release <laughs> to the world uh, soon, hopefully.
0: Oh, yeah, it sounds fun. Do you have um much of a process? Do you have like do you kind of write similarly each time you approach a book, or is it a um, different?
1: Yeah, I mean. I guess like uh, it kind of depends. I mean, I I, I seem to ha- go with one of two things. Like I either do like a loose outline or like I just go with no outline at all and just try to see what happens. Um, see if magic happens. Um, uh, but uh, weirdly enough, like it's like you know with Barn Door to Hell, like I I outlined that first draft and I still needed to do a rewrite <laughs> of it. So like you know. Um, make of that what you will um i know some people are really uh meticulous with their outlines and then other people less so um like i know john skip and uh and shane uh are all are really like intense about their outlines but uh i also know judith i think she just kind of just kind of like lets it's it rip, rip. you know <laughs> yeah no i'm a, i outline
0: I, not as much as i used to i used to really outline everything but yeah, I know what's in every single chapter before I start writing. It's all written yeah. down and the character motivation for every chapter. And But I try and be a little flexible with it still. Otherwise, you know, you end up having a good idea and being like, oh, but I can't put that in there. Like, that seems silly. So yeah, I try and yes. leave a bit of room.
1: No, that's smart. That's smart. Um, I think sometimes with outlining, you can also, like, at least with me, like, sometimes it'll lead me to just, like, overthink it or it'll, like, it'll trick my brain into thinking the book's already done like i don't know <laughs> be like, yeah. yeah
0: it's weird isn't it because yeah that's, again that's the opposite for me i'm like i know that i can sit down each day and have something to write because i already know what i'm writing yeah where if no, i had to cool. kind of like pants it i would just be like i don't know has any ideas arrived today or not
1: yeah yeah, I mean, again, it depends. I think it depends on the project. Like some sometimes I just want to like kind of just go in and see what happens. And then, yeah, other times I will try to, you know, at least ha- at least know like my big moments, right? Like the middle and mm. the end and like that kind of stuff. And then like, you know, if, if there's wiggle room I need, uh, you know, i try <laughs> to leave that as well.
0: Uh, do you give yourself a bit of time after you finish the book or are you already thinking about the next one?
1: Um it depends uh i i uh lately i've been kind of in a good place as far as ideas go where it seems like i'm just like getting them left and right which is nice uh for a while it wasn't that way um but uh yeah so i tend to um i don't like to work on a new book until like until like i'm i'm fairly sure that the old book is are Hmm. are is done um you know as far as edits and all that goes um but i will work on like a few short stories uh you know or or some essays or something like that just to just to keep the tools sharp
0: yeah yeah i'm saying with that i don't i mean i'm writing a couple of ones at the moment which is very unusual i normally just write one at a time and yeah i kind of don't start the next one until that one's published
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no i think that's a good approach I, I mean i know some people who can juggle and and sometimes i I can, but not. I don't know. I feel like I I used to be able to juggle better, but like now it's like it's like now I gotta kind of have just one thing going at a time. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess unless like one of them's a collaboration and that's different, like then you
0: yeah, know, cause, yeah, you, yeah. Those you can work on in the background. Otherwise, you're just kind of waiting on each other all the time. Put some yeah. pressure in there that you don't need.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So is there any more um kind of digital darkness? Are you going back into that world anymore? Have you given that any thought? Or yeah, other I'm than they the, kind of the collab with Carver, but kind of yeah, on your yeah. stuff? Yeah,
1: beyond that, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I know um I've had like people say like uh that they were kind of hoping for a more direct sequel to to Gods of the dark web. And so like and I totally see that. Like, so I I might I might play around with something like that, um, something set right after, you know. Um but then uh but Digital Darkness, I mean I really like I liked that book. Um or or I liked writing it anyway. Um but uh yeah, I I may I may return to it. I think there's, you know, uh a lot of a lot of unanswered questions. Um but uh that I was, tried to I
0: found that quite funny. that I read Gods of the Dark Web and I was like you know, I enjoyed it if it was really good, but I was like, Yeah, you know, I wanna know more about this world. And then someone it was Carver actually. Carver told me, "Oh, there's another book, Digital Darkness." So I was like, "Okay." So I started reading that right away. But by the end of that, I have like, got even more questions. <laughs> I was better off at the end of the first book. Like now, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. want to know even more stuff. Yeah, I, think, I, I I can't remember if I messaged you or if we spoke on something carava but you were pretty much like, "No, that's what I was going for." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw your review of it or something. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, I um. Uh, yeah I mean I, I I sometimes think about like doing one where I kind of just like answer all the questions, but then I'm like, I don't know, maybe uh maybe just leave it up in the air. um yeah. I mean, I know that I'll probably return to at least like that style like that um because I really like the whole like tech weird internet based mm. horror kind of uh, kind of vibe um, and you know, and then with digital darkness, I kind of incorporated games into that as well um. So I mean I I'm sure I will return to that at some point, um, even if it's not like directly related. Like I don't know, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think it will be a lot of work because obviously you've got a lot of the world you've already built up there.
1: But yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, um? Do... Go on, carry on.
1: Oh, I was gonna say I do have a little bit in the uh, in the Carver. Uh, collaboration if I ever get back to that um, <laughs> I, I've got a I've got a little bit in there that kind of explains at least some of it a little more a little uh, better okay. you know um, so yeah. you know that's something to look forward to I'll <laughs> well, be straight on that one yeah
0: do you um do you kind of let film influence a lot of your books like you seem like quite a film person from what I've seen like
1: yeah yeah I feel like it's almost unavoidable like in this day and age you know because there is just so much out there you know it, I think we are kind of a visual um visual species I, I guess um and but uh yeah i mean i i try not to i tr- i try to let you know um let there be kind of an equal as far as like books and movies go but i mean i don't know how successful i am at that because like you know when i was when i was a teenager it was like i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to make splatter movies you know and i, I just you know never I was like and then i i realized that i'm kind of not great at working with others uh not not like in like a in a not in a bad way but just i i just i don't know there's just so many moving parts that like go into a movie being made that i just i don't think i could mentally handle that um it's just like yeah like every movie that gets made is a miracle basically um uh,
0: i try not to be too harsh on films like i studied film my whole life i was a script writer you know i've directed a few shorts and Like yeah, any bad film I watch, I'm like, they got it made, right? Like at least they done that part. Like because I've never, I've never done a feature film, and I know fucking everything about movies, but I still can't put one together. Like it's right. So even the bad movies, like they got it out there. Like that's amazing. Were you looking to direct or were you kind of more in the writing?
1: Or I mean, that was the goal. You know, I kind of, you know, I, again, I didn't really know a whole lot about the business. So I had just fancied myself kind of a writer director. And like I was like, oh, that'll be easy. Like, totally. <laughs> you know, when oh, yeah. you're a teenager, you think you can do anything, I guess. Um, oh, yeah.
0: I was uh, all set to be the next Orson Welles and direct my first feature by 21. Yeah, 20 course. years later, I'm like, not even come close <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a big difference between twenty one year olds now and twenty one year olds then, you know, it was just a different world, you know. Um mm. so that's I mean, I'd, that's I'd probably
0: I... fancy it more now. I'd be like, I could shoot it on my phone now. Yeah. At the yeah. time I was just like digital was only like you had like high A cams and it's like you're either gonna make the next player witch or you can't do
1: anything. You need to save up. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. Like it was yeah it was an expensive hobby i guess (laughs) uh yeah no so i mean i think with that in mind like i mean it's it's kind of unavoidable to like you know um to be like influenced by film almost as much as i am Mm. with books like it's just i think just being able to see like i think what i take away from films most is like pacing and tone like i think Mm. you know you can have like i think those are the two like things that I that I think carry over the most um because I'm like okay like yeah I know this happens this happens and this happens but like what do I want my book to feel like you know (laughs) and then and and I feel like I need to I I get more of that from film and from other books weirdly enough um and yeah same with pacing I think I just like I just like the way movies are paced you know I think um, And I think a lot of people in our, who read our genre feel that way as well, because it seems like the one the books that really take off, uh, you know, in the in extreme horror, seem to be these novellas, which I mean are essentially, I mean, you can read them in about as much time as it takes to watch a movie.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that really got me. Like I've always read, but not to the level I do now. Like, well, it's yeah, it's those novellas. I'm like, I'm quite disillusioned with modern cinema. I don't really like it, and then. I see a novella and i'm like okay 120 pages i could probably read that in two hours which is the same length as a movie so i might yeah. as well read this novella that sounds really interesting rather than this film that i'm not fussed about
1: right right and it, you know and it kind of spoils spoils me in a way with my with um with my reading like now it's like if i'm gonna read a, a full-length novel it It needs to be really good (laughs) like it needs to really hold my attention for for uh, a long time because like it's like yeah i I could read two or three novellas Mm. in the time it's going to take me to read this thing like so (laughs) i mean like if you want to keep me around like make sure it's good
0: (laughs) it's funny because it's how i used to feel like you know i'm a film person like i said i've grown up on film all my life watched it all read it all and it's like Mm. Yeah, I used to look at it like, oh, I could read this book, or I could watch four movies in that time. Right. And now I'm kind of the other way. I'm like, oh, I could watch that film, or I could read this really cool novella that looks super interesting. Like, it's funny how it's flipped.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess part of that is like, you know, you know you're going to – it's it's more likely that you're going to enjoy the novella because, like, like you said, yes, you're not yeah. a big fan of modern movies. And so it's like – I don't know. I feel like as we get older, we're just like, I want to just – if i i'm more likely to do something i know i'm gonna enjoy
0: yeah yeah i haven't got time to i used to watch everything like when i was manager at Blockbusters. like every single film that came through the door i would just watch it but now i'm like oh if it's not coming from korea i'm not
1: interested yeah <laughs> totally totally <laughs> um yeah no I similar background i worked at hollywood video as a yeah, late teens early 20s so it's a good time of course i just pillaged their horror section like you know they're they're like oh you can rent anything for free and i'm just like yeah but there's all these horror movies i haven't (laughs) seen yet
0: (laughs) yeah i think we had an okay horror section but i'd like 10 free rentals a week so i would be done with them by wednesday and have to use other people's accounts yeah i was flying through films but i was watching like three or four films a day doing an eight-hour shift and then coming back and watching whatever i rented that day like yeah, it's way too many movies. So now I'm just like, yeah, I've watched loads of movies. I need to catch up on books now.
1: Yeah, totally, totally.
0: <laughs> do you? Is there like um? Do you still kind of get to read plenty? Like kind of. Oh yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. yeah. I'm
1: reading a uh, a few things right now. I'm actually uh, I'm reading um, All Smiles Until I Return by uh, Aaron Beauregard. I
0: literally um, just read that. I just recorded a video on that yesterday.
1: Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. uh, That's one of his that I hadn't read, but um, I'm intrigued because I know that um, it's more a supernatural kind of thing. Um, And and so I was like, all right, I gotta.
0: Yeah, I knew nothing about it going in. Um, I don't know how far you've read. The first two chapters are insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards I was like, i have no idea where this is going now
1: so i'm about uh 40 percent into the ebook uh okay yeah so So, yeah yeah. like
0: it doesn't it feels like aaron's writing but it's not an aaron book is it so you're like i don't know where this is going like this is
1: kind of interesting
0: because this could go anywhere. it's
1: fun yeah i mean for like yeah for people who haven't read it i mean it's just this descent into hell essentially uh (laughs) kind of i don't know it's like an extreme horror uh Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah I'm, I'm reading that and then I'm reading uh Doomsday Clock, which is a comic. Um it's a uh, Jeff Johns wrote a sequel to Watchmen, and that's what that's what Doomsday Clock is. And it's yes. uh it's basically like uh uh the I guess the pitch for it is um what if like the DC universe was a creation of Doctor Manhattan, like from The Watchmen, and yeah, nice. it's it's pretty good so far. It's uh, it's it's pretty long, so it's you know, it's uh, you know, I'm not burning through it like I usually burn through comics, but uh, but I don't know, I'm I'm pretty optimistic it's gonna be well worth. Watchmen the, uh... was
0: pretty long though, right? I'm sure I got
1: watched. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. You see
0: that there?
1: Yeah, because that was what twelve.
0: Yeah, I got oh, the wow, yeah, Watchmen that. there, that big chunky one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I haven't read that in about 20 years, but I've got the collector's edition.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> Some things are just nice to have on your shelf, right?
0: They are, although I had to change the levels on the shelf to fit it because it was bigger than everything else. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have it sideways. It just do not look right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I use a lot of film, obviously, for my books. Like, in my head, I kind of have like almost like a watch list of films before I start writing and I saw someone make this post the other day of like if they see someone describe their book as like a film they just instantly don't read the book (laughs) I was just thinking like this dude's never going to read any of my work because that's all yeah (laughs) seriously
1: it's like I don't know that's that's funny because like I'm just like well maybe we're describing it that way because like you know we're trying to like we're, we're taking into account the fact that like way more people watch yeah. movies than read books like we're yeah. so we're trying to speak their language that's
0: why a lot of the comments were was like it's not yeah. that they haven't read enough books to describe stuff it's you know people know films more right like films more yes. in the pop culture so even if you haven't read or watched rosemary's baby or something you know what it is it's out there exactly where yeah like if you try it with books people are just gonna be like never heard of it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no totally totally yeah um yeah unless they're like in the book world like it's like yeah
0: like yeah yeah i just i was just thought yeah like why would you want to narrow down your audience it's hard enough as it is yeah yeah (laughs) do you um do you are you a mixture of self-publishing and small presses or do you just do one or the other
1: um yeah yeah i've i've done a i've done both i guess um i've done like uh you know, I've got a few books out with uh John Baltesberger um at Madness Heart Press.
0: Um psych you know, uh, like apocalypse he's, as well. Haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh but I don't know, I, I tend to these days I've I'm kind of shifting more in a self published kind of direction because okay. I, I you know I've got you know I've got a little bit of um you know resources to get decent covers and like I, I like um I like having that control, you know, and I, I and I've got I've also got enough people around me to like, you know, tell me if something's good or not, you know. So like, you know, like like I said, like I just rewrote Barn Door to Hell from the beginning because like, you know, I have somebody I trust tell me like, hey, here's yeah. how you can fix this, like, and I was like, yeah, you're right. He's a good person <laughs>
0: for that, right? I read um, Bleed on Me the other day. And it sounds like a oh, kind cool. of similar sort of world that that's into like your sort of thing.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I haven't yeah, read so... Bleed on Me. I, I haven't read a lot of his early stuff, weirdly enough, because we're like really good friends. But um, uh, but you know, I mean, stuff like Morte and Carne, Mo- Monsters Don't Cry, Puss Junkies are like just top tier horror. No,
0: I haven't <laughs> yeah. read Puss. Post- Junkies is on my TBR just because the cover's so fucking disgusting.
1: Oh, it's, the book is <laughs> fucking disgusting. Is
0: it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were parts where I was like yeah like kind of just like having a hard time reading it you know but i, I still read it
0: <laughs> uh, christine morgan recommended me turnip babies so i read that one and that was oh a great yeah. as hell
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> i remember when when that came out i was like i'm sorry what'd you say that was
0: about <laughs> <laughs> i'm still not entirely sure though <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you definitely yeah. kind of so you're more leaning towards to self now, right? You think you've got?
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like a pres- lot of people are doing it now, and um, with the extreme horror and, and making making a pretty good go of it, you know. And uh, mm. I don't know, like to see uh, see what I can do, you know.
0: Yeah, I I didn't really like. I like a lot of the small presses, but I just I didn't even try. I just was like, after trying to get a film script done for like twenty years and barely getting anything done, I was just like, right, like self-publishing i can just write the book put it out move on to the next one write it put it out market it myself have my own covers choose my own editors it's like done waiting for other people like
1: yeah no i get it i get it it's the waiting game is is hard like i mean people it's funny when people like try to get into the publishing game like and they're just you know they always tell you like you know uh they always tell you about rejection right but they, they never mm, the, nobody yeah. ever told me like how fucking long you wait to <laughs> hear from people like that like that is like just oh my god like the yeah that is probably my the thing i struggled with the most you know like working with publishers like i'm just like i just don't just
0: the back and forth you mean like waiting yeah for that.
1: yeah yeah or even like yeah or even like just waiting to hear back if they even want to publish it you know and it's just like that stuff for me is just like i could have i could have like paid somebody to edit this <laughs> and got a cover like and yeah. here we are like still haven't heard from you in a year and a half like what's going on
0: <laughs> yeah i just can't like i can see it from their point of view but i can't wrap my head around a book being finished and then oh totally waiting six months a year to get it out yeah, there Yeah, yeah yeah like I yeah, get it no i mean again like, I, I mean,
1: bounce, I, like yeah i get what, what where they're coming from you know but for me like i'm just like i just know that like i just know what my patience threshold is and i i don't know <laughs> like look like, i'm uh, i'm saying it's not it's not them it's me i guess is what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah i literally just i don't even i mean i barely have any pre-sales ever because i'm like i finished the book and then i'm like once it's edited and ready then it's It's only then that I kind of put it up for sale. So normally by that point, I'm like, oh, it's out in a week. Like I'm not waiting any more than that.
1: Are you doing the store thing or are you uh, just selling on Amazon?
0: uh, I'm starting a store soon. So I I tried to sell them through Squarespace, but the website was a bit awkward. And then I let my website lapse because I was kind of looking at the sort of figures and I'm like, nobody's really using it for my work like I done a review of the slob and that was 98% of my traffic to my website was that oh review. wow yeah so yeah. I'm like I'm helping Aaron out but like, like nobody's reading any of the reviews yeah. or checking out my work like I'm paying a couple of hundred pound a year for the site that's not really being used and I could put that money elsewhere so I yeah, let totally. that kind of lapse but I kept the domain so I'm going to try and start a big cartel site soon. Uh, I've yeah, got some big cartel seems to be what... Uh... Now, but then I'm okay. just waiting on some badges and stickers. So I've got a few things to put with the signed copies to entice people to pay that shipping cost because UK to yes. America is not cheap. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Do um... you have one or
1: yeah it's in the works I'm, uh, I'm 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 hoping to launch it with uh with the release of barn door to Hell. so okay, um, cool. yeah, Is that a yeah, yeah, cut the... out
0: as well or?
1: yes yes, yeah it seems like that's the one to go with Because um, I did a square thing a few years ago as well and i i I wasn't really happy with it. It was kind of
0: no yeah. I was happy with the website like I loved the website, but it was just yeah. the store side of it. I couldn't get the way I wanted it. And then yeah. seeing like Aaron's store and Daniels and Matt's, I was just like, okay, like this looks a lot more streamlined for kind of the sole purpose of selling books and stuff.
1: definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think uh Brian Smith and Ronald Kelly have uh, big cartel stores as well.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I just I don't know how it would go to be honest. I'm not entirely sure if there's a massive demand for signed books for me, but i just like the idea of having one
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i figure like even if at the beginning like it like i don't know like you'd i don't know you know like whatever even if it's a small amount of books you sell like you'll probably still make more than you would selling them on amazon you know
0: Yeah. yeah yeah i think it's yeah i think i'd probably like need to sell i don't know four or five books a month for it to be at least yeah. like profitable, which isn't exactly too much. That's like, I mean, one exactly. person might do that on their own. So it's, yeah. so yeah, it doesn't feel like, I think it's like 10 quid a month or something for big cartel. And then a couple of pound away for the books on Amazon. So it doesn't feel like a massive investment. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm kind of losing out and it's just more putting the time into it, which I'm fine with. I put the time into loads of other stuff. So why not the store?
1: Right. Right.
0: Uh, Yeah, but it's all part of that self-publishing thing as well, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of part of it, like having the store is like a big part of it, and like, I don't know, it seems like doing the merchandise thing, like whether it's stickers or bookmarks, seems to be a a big thing as well um, Hmm. to get into.
0: How would it work with you with the um, books on Mad Heart Press? Could you sell them in your own store?
1: I mean, I could, yeah. I mean, I'll probably start out just selling um, self-published stuff, you know, just to make it easy. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But you could, like,
0: buy it off them and sell it in your store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, because yeah. you get author yeah. copies that you can buy for, like, it's, you know, it's not – I wouldn't be paying what somebody would be paying if they bought them off Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Like, would, Yeah, so.
0: Sort of so, same yeah. deal with Amazon, then, where you're just paying for the printing costs, that sort of thing.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I keep looking at people's stores. I'm kind of like snooping around. Like, What can uh-huh. I do to, to make mine stand out a little bit? But no ideas yet. Just going to get the store started and then work on it from there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think mean, that's probably an all right place to leave it,
1: actually. If you... Okay. If there's
0: anything cool. else you want to chat about? Um... your mind.
1: No, just uh, I guess uh, a couple places you can find me. Um.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely do that. I yeah, feel that I'm uh, I yeah, all no, the it's links all right. still don't exist. Still. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I actually, just, so. also,
0: what what book would you recommend people start on? Like, if they're going to oh. read you for the first time, where would you direct them?
1: Oh wow. Um, I would say go with uh. Let's go with um. Let's go with Blade Job. I mean, it's my most recent, but uh, I think. I don't know i think uh that one has like just enough of the extreme stuff plus it's a short read i think it's like 120 pages or something like that um and uh yeah it's uh i think i don't know you get you get the wrestling you get the uh you get the gore you get the weird occult stuff i think uh so i don't you know get there's plenty the of
0: Mangum stuff in one place
1: exactly exactly it's a good uh yeah a good um example of what i do
0: (laughs) (laughs) cool and yeah Yeah. where would people find you then where would where's the best place to get up yeah uh,
1: so i have a newsletter uh lucasmangum.substack.com and i um i also have a podcast uh make your own damn podcast where uh me and jeff burke we discuss uh weird cult movies and Hmm. horror movies and yeah all that kind of weird stuff um uh it's called make your own damn podcast you can find it on apple spotify and uh patreon and um yeah and of course you know facebook and tiktok instagram i'm around
0: (laughs) you're pretty active on that stuff i'm sure i see you around a
1: fair bit you know, um, I'm probably most active on Facebook, but uh, oh, well, no, you know, I'll take that back. I'm most active on my newsletter. I I, I very mm. consistently put out a newsletter every Monday. It's just like my my thing. Um, but then everything else is pretty sporadic. I it's just I I have two young kids and a uh, day job, so it's just not. <laughs> you know, it can yeah, be a little I've, hard sometimes.
0: <laughs> I've tried shifting it to the newsletter as well. I think it's just yeah. more focused, right? You can just you can yeah. discuss what you want to discuss rather than kind of put up a post, leave it, come back to it, leave it, come back to it. Right? Yeah. With a newsletter, you can just say your piece.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's like, yeah, it, it gives, I don't know, like it's it's nice to have a week to think about what I want to say, whether or as opposed to just like, you know, firing off into the ethers and, <laughs> you know, hoping for the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, do I remember right, did you put some shorts on your newsletter at some point is it
1: that... uh i think yeah i've i've put a few a few, a few short stories and then a few um uh sample chapters uh as yeah. well yeah of some other stuff i think i think the earlier i think there's some chapters of digital darkness on there there's some sh- and there's uh like excerpts of blade job excerpts of snow angels which i did with dnt publishing um yeah, so yeah okay. I, I try to keep like a good amount of like content on there you know a mix between um uh you know personal stuff and uh and then uh you know books that are prose and fiction
0: hey. yeah. Cool. yeah i think yeah just, uh, i need to read play job like
1: yeah i think you'll get a yours. kick out of it <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's Short yeah, it's very off. much inspired by a very specific match, which I think you know what it is just by seeing the cover. Just but by uh, the cover, yeah, yeah. Were yeah, you I mean, all right
0: I, with that? You didn't get into any trouble for the cover, did you?
1: No, I had to have them. I I told I told the the editor to like make some changes, or the I'm sorry, the uh, artist to make some changes because the first version that <laughs> was I was sent it was just <laughs> that, and I was like, dude, no, 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 I, <laughs> I like, yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so paranoid by that stuff. Like in Blood So I don't even mention WWF. I call them everything but that on WWE now. But yeah, I yeah. yeah anyway, I can not call them that. I well, like I use. And yeah, when I saw that cover, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's ballsy. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the you know, it's, uh, it's I mean, only the, the, the second
0: are... famous image ever in WWE between I, know, I know. and but the, You know
1: the. The characters are, are uh you know, they're different. They're not those they're not those people. Um, but uh <laughs> but I just uh thought it might be fun to play with some stuff. Uh yeah, I don't know. Um I figure the worst that happens is we get a cease and desist and go viral. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: You get to say oh, but it's like chasing you down or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. As long as uh, Triple H doesn't uh, come knocking on my door and give me the pedigree, you know. <laughs> I guess I'll be all right.
0: I don't know. As long as you film it and put it on TikTok, it might do your That's sales a wonder.
1: <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. guess I, le- I have to learn how to take it first, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that one where you jump in the air while he does it. Like, no. it's no, horrible. That... <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to the interview. It's been great getting to chat with you
1: oh dude this was so cool I was it was nice to finally get to like really talk to you properly I mean you've been like so supportive of me for so long and it's I don't know I really appreciate it
0: no no problems man enjoying your books a lot like like I I said everything I read is that different thing like uh it's one of those things every time I read one of yours I'm like is this my favorite one now I'm not sure oh wow
1: that's so cool to hear (laughs)
0: That's because you keep switching up genres, and I like them all, like manix, like obviously that Hollywood stuff, and Pandemonium's wrestling, and St. is the cult stuff, which I was kind of thinking of a cult idea myself at the time, and I was reading that, like, yeah, I should definitely try this at some point.
1: Yeah, cult stuff is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got an idea for it, it's a bit different. It's using something else that I've already got, so yeah, it could be fun, but excited to check it out it's probably weird to say i like the idea of making up my own cult but yeah Uh, in my head that makes sense i know what you (laughs) meant (laughs) awesome well thank you very much and yeah hopefully i'll get to speak to you again at some point soon as well sounds good steven take care awesome thanks see you later bye